Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Mike check, one, two, one, two. Okay. Back at it on the fan. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. Looking for different things. And I mean, I just came across this and I wanted to bring this to the table. As I told you, I'm going to force the Super Bowl conversation. We're an hour in. We're not talking about the Super Bowl enough. Inside the 8 o'clock hour on the fan and... People think Kadarius Tony's going to play in the game? I'm confused. I was talking about Kadarius Tony Monday night when they had the Super Bowl opening night, and I was laughing at the guy. This guy, um, he, he's a character, Young Joker. His rap name is Young Joker. He was talking about the Giants. Um, they asked him why did he go on Instagram Live and say all that he said, and he really said the Giants fans, oh, the you know, Giants fans in my comic box. You know, they, the Giants fans always commenting and writing at me. So, you know, I went live to address them. Really, it wasn't it wasn't towards the one I love. It wasn't towards the Chiefs or nothing like that. It was it was uh, the Giants fans in my comments. I'm like, that's so immature. Like, this guy, I don't know what world he lives in. The Chiefs don't need you. Yeah, they traded for you. There's nothing to trade for you. And here you are in back-to-back Super Bowls. And this guy made some plays in the Super Bowl last year. He's forever a part of the Super Bowl win against the Eagles last year. But I don't think they need him. And uh, he hasn't played now in almost two months. But people are betting on him. And uh, Connor wrote me up a nice little one sheet of different Super Bowl topics. And they're expecting a record-breaking $23.1 billion wagered on the Super Bowl just this week, this weekend. And uh, people are actually putting money on Kadarius Tony. So I just saw on BR Betting, shout out to my guy, Mike Bowling out there on Radio Road. They're talking to Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco says he's, he's betting on Kadarius Tony first touchdown, which is like plus uh, 70,000 or something ridiculous. And then I saw DraftKings put out a tweet. One better placed a $25 wager on Kadarius Tony to win Super Bowl MVP at plus 80,000 odds. $25 would win you would win you 20,000 if Kadarius Tony wins Super Bowl MVP. I was talking to Marco the other night. I think Marco might be here tonight. Marco Belletti, the great Marco Belletti, and I was like, he this guy is uh I don't even know why they they're bringing him. This guy is a firecracker, a, a loose cannon. I don't even know the name of what you call a guy like that. That's just like 
they got to bring him because he's under contract. But for the the fact that he got on Instagram Live and said all he said during the um, break, I know Patrick Mahomes can't stand the guy. He doesn't know how to line up correctly. He drops passes. And he hasn't played. Like, everybody remembers him lining up offsides against the Buffalo Bills. He hasn't played since December, early December. Now we're in early February. I don't think you put him on the field. He actually, he played, okay, December 17th, he played in that Patriots game. He had two catches for five yards. And then they've shut him down since. But I don't see, I don't see him playing. I don't know. Maybe they know something I don't know. Let's go to Randy in Harrison, New York on the fan. What's up, Randy? Yeah, Keith, first of all, I want to say that I really love your appreciation of football. I think you you know just about as much as anyone. What I want to ask you is about the Chiefs in the first half. They're really a first half. Have they lost the first half all season of 17 games? How many games have they led in the first half? Um, That's what I want to I don't know the exact number, but I do remember, you know, that Germany game they played where they didn't score any in in the second half against uh, Miami, and they pulled it off, and Patrick Mahomes was fiery about, like, we need to finish games. We need to yeah. finish games. We don't we do not do anything in the second half. And That's true. And they can't That's play true. one half of the Super Bowl because if you look at the Niners, the Niners come alive in the second half. They start slow. So Does Kansas City defer when they get the coin toss? Do they defer to, Do they accept it? You I would that? assume that they want the ball. But yeah, they, I mean, they have a good defense, too. But I would think if they have the GOAT, everybody's saying the best quarterback we've ever seen, you would want that guy to have the ball first. I'd want the offensive unit out there on the field first things first. Mm-hmm. Are you a big believer in the 49ers quarterback? Can he make less mistakes? I'm not a big believer in him, but I'm not a hater. I I, I think he made a lot of plays um, in that last game that saved yeah. them. I think he's a good quarterback. I think that people love to discredit him because of his stature, because of right. how young he looks and is. But I know how hard it is to play the position. And I don't care sure. if you have Kittle and Ayuk and Debo. He's still the one in the huddle calling the plays with those grown men looking at him, depending on him. He's still the one making the throws. And I think mm-hmm. he's got to have a great game. I think he can't just, you know, they keep calling him a game manager. He can't manage the Super Bowl. Super Bowls are won. They're taken. Guys that make the plays in the Super Bowls right. end up champions, and he's going to have to make some plays. You know what I throws. love about the Super Bowl? If you're a gambler, how can you bet against the homes, even if you lose? That's where I'm at because even I bet against lose, him with the Bills. I bet, I bet against him with the Ravens like an idiot. And I'm you like, can't. I, I don't you know can't. why I'm betting against the reigning champs, a guy that's done it all of these years. He's always in the AFC Championship. Just because Taylor Swift is this big distraction and they got to go on the road, so yeah. what? It's still football. Yeah, that's one thing with football. You got to go with the winner. And Mahomes, even if you lose, you want Mahomes. That's my opinion. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, I would I'm not bet with it. you. I'm not betting against him. I rather I rather I lose. I rather lose the money this time because this will be the third time. Like this time, I'm just going with. I the mean, guys you look that... at the Lions. I won four games in a row with the Lions, but that last game. They blew it. Completely. They blew it. They had it. They were celebrating at half. They completely blew it in the second half. And That's exactly right. <sighs> Man. Oh, stay well. Stay well, Keith. Take care. Thanks for the call and the compliments, Randy. I mean, I can't bet against Mahomes. Last night I was talking about how I should have known from last year that that Jaguars game, that first game of the playoff run last year, he, he had a sprained ankle as we were talking about Brunson and his sprained ankle. Uh, ankle. I'll use this as a segue. But he sprained his ankle in that game. I forget who it was. Maybe it was Josh Allen. Somebody from the Jaguars pulled him down, and he he cranked his ankle. 
and he wasn't 100% the whole run. But, man, when they were trying to pull him off the field, he threw a temper tantrum like I haven't seen. He threw an absolute fit. He'd rather die than come out of that game. And they eventually got him to come out of the game, and Chad Henney went in. But he went in and finished that game and won that game and carried them to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl. He's that kind of competitor. He's that kind of quarterback winner. And, I mean, you know, people are trying to paint him as a villain now. He was quoted today talking about it, right? Saying that he likes to win. Patrick Mahomes says he's okay being a villain as long as the Chiefs keep winning. He said if you win a lot, that causes you to be a villain, then I'm okay with it. He likes winning. And I think he's trying to win this next Super Bowl because that third ring, that puts you in a different category, puts you in some rare company as a quarterback and a dynasty. Hope he stays healthy. Hope he's not, you know, dealing with any ankle injuries in uh, in the Super Bowl. Because if that guy's upright and, and it's him versus Brock Purdy going back and forth, both defenses are good. But if that guy is healthy on two legs, I, I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. And I also can't bet against the Knicks with a healthy squad. But they're not healthy right now. Jalen Brunson's ankle, why, there's one more game before the All-Star break. Why play him in it? If he's questionable, down, downgrade him to probable to out. Or is it, is, I think probable is before questionable. Either way, he shouldn't play. He should be out. For what? Against the Magic in Orlando? So he's got to get on the plane, fly to Orlando with the bum ankle and, and play for what? Shut him down. And I wouldn't play him in the All-Star game. I know it's a dream to play in that All-Star, but why? I wouldn't play him in the All-Star game. Rest up, and you got three weeks from right now to ice up, to treat that ankle, and be ready to go when the second half starts in Philadelphia on February 22nd. Joe is in Hartsdale, New York. What's up, Joe? You got it. Hey, Joe, man. Uh, I just want to make a quick point about the Knicks. Um, I think it's actually quite possible. I know Knicks fans are getting all excited about this year and think we got to make a move, but I think it's actually possible that they don't make a move because if, if, if it's one thing this management team has proven to you is that they're going to wait for the right move and they're not just going to throw throw away their picks. They're not going to. They're going to write. They're going to wait for the, for the right guy and. You know, the management team has been praised over the last couple of weeks for how good they are. I mean, I think somebody on the Boomer uh, station said that it's the best-run team in New York, and they're getting those accolades because they have the discipline. So it's quite possible Knicks fans should get you know get ready for a situation where if, if they don't find the right deal, they're not going to make a move. Yeah, I'm right there with you, actually. I, I talked about that a couple of weeks ago, and I think it was BT last week who said that the Knicks are the best-run organization in New York, which is crazy to think about, and he had a bunch of points. You can't really disagree, but... They know they're banged up, and they know that when they're whole, they're a different team. So they might not want to add somebody that's going to mix up anything, change any lineups, rotations, chemistry, and they might just wait till they get whole. And OG Ananobi might have just been the big move. I think with Dante DiVincenzo stepping up as well, with with Randall going down, that showed them that, hey, this guy we picked up, he is a scorer that we can depend on. When we have Randall, when we have OG, it's going to be different, and... There is there is a thought that they they if they don't absolutely get the guy that they want for what they want they're not going to force it they're not going to get fleeced they're not going to make a move tomorrow. Yeah, and you can't disagree with them either. I mean, they know. Like that's, that's why I said you got to trust them. And I know you'll be disappointed if they don't make a move, but you got to trust that they know what's best because they've gotten you this far. Yeah, and on top of that, you know, it's been a while since we've had some playoff success other than last year, and. Uh, but you got to remember, our goal is not to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. It would be great to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. But I think this management team's goal is to, is to win a title. 
And you can't forget about the, the, the caliber teams that you'd be going up against in the West. So it's not about just adding a piece to go far in the East. It's about making a complete team so you can compete for a title. Yeah, thanks for the call, Joe. you got to get through the Eastern Conference Finals to get to the Finals. Either way, there's good teams. There's teams with more size. There's teams with more experience. There's teams with more ability, more scores, better bench squads. Pat is in West Babylon on the fan. What's up, PAT? Hey, what's up, Keith? How you doing? Good, man. Thanks. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I just want to I just want to throw a name out there for the Knicks that maybe they want to get at the trade deadline tomorrow if they decide to go that way. Mm-hmm. How about the Malik Monk for the Sacramento Kings? Malik Monk. I have not heard any rumblings about Malik Monk. Yeah. He's like, the, he's like the third. He's like the third I, option out in uh, Sacramento behind I think the, I heard the bonus. He's, I don't know, not the Lakers. I forget who I think. Was no, the Kings. Dude, the Kings. No, I know. I I know who Malik Monk is. I'm trying to think what team yeah. was connected to getting him. I know he played for the Lakers um, a couple years back. Maybe, maybe he's a scorer. Everybody remembers he, him coming out a, of Kentucky. He, yeah, he's on the back end of the back end of a two year contract. He makes about nineteen million, and so does Fournier. And Fournier's contract's about to expire. Well, I mean they have an option on him next year, but uh but Monk's looking for a contract. Maybe he'll come to the Knicks just for the uh, until the end of the season and then you know, he'll play hard because he he's looking for the next big contract, you know. And come off the bench at the end of a two year. He's a good player. I don't know if he want to come off the bench. Sacramento, I don't know. Uh, they're five seed in the West. It's, yeah. a, it's a good name I haven't he heard off, yet. Yeah, he comes off the bench now. For and, the Kings, uh, what do you put, want to do uh, that over here in New York? You put you put Dante in the starting position, and, and you put him off the bench. That's how he plays. Yeah, he he definitely I, thinks he's better than DiVincenzo. Thanks for the call, Pat. Um, I don't know. It's it's This is what we do. We're fans. It's all speculation. It's all in theory. It's all trying to connect the dots. And, I mean, if we weren't uh, fans and we were better at this, we'd have front office jobs. None of us know. You know, That's a higher pay grade, as I like to say. Let's go to Mike in Teaneck, New Jersey next up. Mike, you got it. What's going on, Keith? Uh, First-time caller. Thanks hey, so much ding, 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 in there. Appreciate it. So, uh, first, I just want to mention, uh, I know you were at that uh, Pinstripe uh, Pride event. I uh, wish I could have seen you there. I went on Sunday, so I didn't go Friday or Saturday. Yeah, um, I ended up I ended up taking off Friday and swapping my Friday shift with the Sunday shift, which I think is going to start being a thing. So I was in there Friday and Saturday, and then I was actually on the air Sunday. And I was on the air 12 to 3, so there was no way. I, I couldn't have gone over there in the morning or the afternoon. But next year, yeah, I, or I'll see you at the stadium. Who no, knows? I hope so. Um, and uh, funny, funny on Sunday, uh, the guy who made a guest appearance, Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, uh, got I saw that. Selfie. That was the funniest thing. Good. For, I mean, you know, good for him. And uh, it's just a lot of Yankee energy over there. I said that's the Yankee fan fest. We don't have a Yankees fan fest. Everybody was over <laughs> there. All the podcasters and vloggers and. Uh, you know, all the former Yankees and even some current Yankees and some Yankees that are waiting to be Yankees. Like, um, you know, Spencer Jones was in there. So it was a good vibe, man. Yeah, yeah I heard it was a good time. Uh, those two days I couldn't make it. But I just want to make a quick point about the Knicks, kind of like what you were saying a few minutes ago about kind of staying patient, staying the course. Um, the thing that uh, that bothers me, I mean, this is, I guess, what, uh, what real Knicks fans are like. I mean, they're so super passionate. Um, and being a Knicks fan myself, I'm trying to stay patient. 
um, it's tough, like seeing all these Knicks getting injured and whatnot, Randall being out there and, and OG not being there. Now Brunson, like you're saying, with that uh, sprained ankle, it's uh, it's scary times, kind of like uh, getting me nervous. Of, you know, a few years ago, you know, you get excited, and then, uh, you know, it doesn't always work out with a lot of these players. So, yep. um, and just trying to stay patient tough. You know, we, we've seen a lot of disappointment around here, Mike. So you already start to worry. You already start to feel like, man, this magical run could potentially be derailed by injury if they don't make a, a trade. And what if Randall doesn't come back when we need him to? Maybe it's worse with OG. Hopefully Brunson is fine. Like they're saying, he's fine. I mean, this is part of being a fan, and you don't know, especially with the Knicks. They don't tell you anything. They're buttoned up with their uh, injury updates and what's going on with these guys. So you just gotta, you just got to hope and wait. Um, they got a game against the Magic, then the All-Star break, and, man, the All-Star break is much needed for this Knicks team to heal up, rest up, and come back and make the push uh, towards having the highest seed they can have in the second half. 87-7, When we come back, we're still talking Knicks. Uh, definitely going to mix in some Yankees conversation now that we've done that. And the Super Bowl, Brock Purdy versus Pat Mahomes. I mean, Brock Purdy isn't Mr. Irrelevant anymore. There's a new Mr. Irrelevant, but they want to keep calling him Mr. Irrelevant because the storylines, right? You can compare him to pick 199, Tom Brady. and I heard somebody comparing their trajectory. If he wins a Super Bowl, we'll see. So we'll talk about the Super Bowl more, the Knicks trade deadline more, and I'll mix in some Yankee conversation after this quick break. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. FM, the fan in New York. Keep it fierce in your nighttime. Host talking sports, taking your calls at 877-337-6666. We opened up talking about the Brooklyn Nets. They're trash. We opened up talking about the Knicks and the trade deadline. I mean, both teams should be active. One team should buy one piece to add to this squad as they try to make a run to the Eastern Conference Finals. The other team should sell off multiple pieces and just accept that they're not going anywhere this year 
They're rebuilding. It's Super Bowl week. Big as the what? Big as the Super Bowl. This is a big one. I wish I was out there. I'm not going to lie. I just was telling my guy, Eddie Mata. I had Eddie Mata come in here a couple weeks ago. Uh, Eddie Mata was uh, MLB fan cave guy for, you know, the 2012 season. I was a 2014 season. Maybe you guys remember the night I had him in here. He was just with me at the Pinstripe Pride event. He's out there linking up with uh, Greg Vaughn and some other people. And I'm just like, one day, man, one day I will go to Vegas. Never gone. One day I will be on Radio Row. That's a bucket list thing for anyone in radio or anyone that goes to school for radio. Is You want to go to the Super Bowl and be on Radio Row for whatever reason. And um, I want to go to the Super Bowl. Any Super Bowl. Any year. It's not a matter of if but when. I'm speaking it into existence. I got to keep putting the work in. And uh, maybe you'll hear me or see me out there next year or the year after. Who knows? But, man, I'm definitely jealous of... Vegas, people being out in Vegas right now, all the media members, all the celebrities, the athletes, and like, you know, my little three years now that I've been on the radio and been on MLB Network and Yes Network, and shout out to the Yes Network, I actually meant to check something, I think my Yankee Magazine uh, little episode is supposed to be coming out with me interviewing Aaron Boone down the shore at Baseline Social. Uh, Rose tweeted at me saying, hey, that footage is out, but I'm just so busy I, I didn't get an opportunity to see if it was actually available to watch. I should actually text the Yes Network folks and figure that out. But, um, you know, back to what I was saying, you know, being on television, being on the radio, being uh, invited to different things and being credentialed media, you, you start to meet people. And, uh, you know, you follow these people on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm not jealous, but I'm seeing a lot of peers out at the Super Bowl, and I just I just know I'll be there one day. 877-337-6666. I'm reading about Glock Purdy, Brock Purdy. Two years ago, he was Mr. Irrelevant. There's a new Mr. Irrelevant. You can't be Mr. Irrelevant forever, but he's super relevant now. 24-year-old kid with the opportunity of the light of his lifetime. The opportunity of a lifetime, maybe, you know, more than once. You think he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo? I think so. I think he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't in the MVP conversation. Man, if the Niners beat the Ravens, Brock Purdy is talked about as the MVP. And I heard something today. I think Craig Carton said today there's whispers that Josh Allen might actually win MVP and not Lamar Jackson. I think they still give it to Lamar. But Brock Purdy, here it is, bro. All you got to do is distribute the pill. If you ever hear me talk about quarterbacking, that's all quarterbacking is. Get that ball in the hands of the playmakers, distribute the pill. Get it to your guys. You don't got to be the fastest guy. You don't got to be the biggest guy. You don't got to be the strongest guy. But you got to be the most composed. You got to be the guy that's able to take a hit. You got to be the guy that's able to manage the game. And I think he'll be able to do that. I just think that the other guy over there, 15, Patrick Mahomes, he's got that dog in him. It's going to be a good game. Andy's out in Queens. Andy, you're on the fan. Hey Keith, how are you? Thanks good, for taking good. my call, first time caller. Hey. Yeah, I, I'm 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 happy that you have my man uh, Brock Purdy's back, man. Because I love this kid. I'm a you know New York City born and raised, 49er fan since Joe Montana days, mm-hmm. and I you know I I just think he keeps showing up. You know, I, I never knew I I never seen someone get so much hate like like Purdy does, and I I, I don't understand the reason you why. You know why? I was about to say In I fact, could tell you why, man. Coming out of Iowa State, it, it's just these these stupid scouts and 
pundits, they they write you off. Coming out of Iowa State, nobody had him touted with some of these other quarterbacks. But when you look at all these other quarterbacks that were drafted, where are they? Um, and then also, he he looks like a little boy. He literally looks like a 13-year-old, which I think is great. Like, I saw him, you know, Nickelodeon kids had him do a SpongeBob impersonation. Good. Yeah, little, little, yeah, boys, yeah. little boys across this country are going to look at Brock Purdy and say, that could be me. I don't I don't have to be 6'6". I don't have to be muscle-bound. I just got to be smart and be able to throw the ball. Exactly. And, you know, the fact that he's surrounded by so much talent, they want to knock him down. But, like, he's the one throwing him the ball. He's calling the plays. I, I got a ton of respect for the kid. That's exactly what I say. And and my, my, my point to that is that, I mean, last year when uh, when he was out versus the Eagles, uh, Joe Johnson, I believe, came in. With all those weapons, look what he was able to do. He wasn't I mean, able to do anything. So I'm, I'm, kind, you know, I'm kind of tired of like the, the whole management thing, and I just think they need to stop hanging on this kid. Yeah, man. Josh he's, Johnson, he's really you knew good. that game was over as soon as he came in, and he was a journeyman. Yeah, this guy's played exactly. for more teams than the NFL even exactly. has. Um, they needed Brock yes, in that game, and and I'm glad he was healthy this year. We'll see what he does in the playoff or in the Super Bowl. Man, he made it through two playoff games where the team didn't play well, but he did enough exactly. to come back and win two games. They don't even want to give him credit for that. He engineered drives, exactly. yes, got it sir. going. Like you got to you got to tip your cap to that young man. He could have folded, and uh, he finds himself in the Super Bowl, and, and here comes the biggest test he's he's faced. Yes, and hopefully he comes through. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for the call. Yeah. I don't know, man. I was I was listening to Warren Moon talk today on NFL Network, and Warren Moon said people love to tell their people what they can or can't do and be completely wrong and then just disappear into the background. So many people that you're going to come across in your life, not just in sports, in your life, that are going to tell you, people that love you, people that are around you are going to underestimate you. They're going to look at you and tell you, you can't do that. Why are you getting into that? That'll never work. What do they know? You're not me. And that's what Brock Purdy had to overcome. And Warren Moon had to overcome. And Tom Brady had to overcome. There's so many examples of it, but we just keep doing it. And then, on the other hand, we want to say, Trevor Lawrence, surefire thing. Mitchell Trubisky, surefire thing. Zach Wilson, stud. Draft him, two overall. Trey Lance, can't miss prospect. He's going to tear the league up. And then when they're wrong about that, where are those guys? Oh, yeah, well, you know, I was just going off of what. Let's see it, man. I, I got to go off of what I see. What I see is Brock Purdy leads the team. He, he's led the team better than Jimmy Garoppolo. He beat out Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold was a top-drafted quarterback. Can't miss. Trey Lance, man, they, they gave up everything to get Trey Lance. And there were reports that this guy was beating him out in everything except, you know, height measurement. But they said he was more athletic than him. He was making more plays than him, knew the playbook better. So better quarterback coming out of Iowa State. So I'm not I'm not picking Brock Purdy to win, but I wouldn't be surprised if he makes one or two plays or throws. Like the throw to Ayuk, that should have been picked by the Lions. But you know what? Football gods were on his side. Ball bounces your way. It's a game of inches, man. Make the throw. Make the play. Rise to the occasion. I saw after the game, Nick Bosa said to him, hey, man, like, you were picked 262, your last pick in the draft. Like, did you think you could make it here in your second year, like make it to a Super Bowl? Nick Bosa's like, I was a top pick, and I had doubts. And Brock Purdy said, I could be better. I could do better. 
The standard that he has for himself is higher than anybody has for him. That's the, that's the best mentality to have. Let's go to Brian and West Palm, get back to talking Knicks, and uh, we'll see what Brian wants to talk about with the Yanks as I bring my Yankees conversation in as well. What's up, Brian? Yeah, you had a couple of calls. This guy, Mike, he was spot on last night. I, I don't know if you remember talking to him, but I was listening to you guys last night. The Yankees have to go out and get another pitcher. They, are. they have to go out because they lost Michael King, and he would have been in the rotation, and you lost two, two of the younger guys, you know. I'm not saying there would have been an rotation, Vasquez and the yeah. other guy. So are you but talking you about the to... producer I was talking with last night, how we were going over all the innings lost and, and, and all of the arms that the Yankees had and that they, they don't have last year? Right, right. And, over 400 also... innings lost, Michael King, Domingo Herman, Luis Severino, Randy Vasquez, yeah. Johnny Brito. Granted, we, we, we have bigger hopes and dreams this year so those guys can go. But where are you replacing those innings when you have three guys in your rotation that missed half the year last year in Rodon, Stroman, and Nestor Cortez? Well, I totally agree with you. I mean, also, honestly, I would have went after Bellinger. I know a lot of people wouldn't agree with me. He's still out there. Nobody's going after him. I'm, I'm just saying, if I would rather, as if I'm GM, I go after Bellinger and I wouldn't have gone after Soto nah. because I would have saved nah, not me. arms. <laughs> I was about to say, can Bellinger pitch? Hell no. Give me Juan Soto over Cody Bellinger 10 yeah, times but, out of 10. Yeah, but they have to they have to sign him to a long-term contract because they've lost so many of their young arms in their minor league system. You have to sign him. I'd rather take the gamble of signing Juan Soto long-term than signing Cody Bellinger long-term, which is what he's trying to – fine right now he's trying to get a long-term deal well then then you have to go what go out and and and, and sign uh the uh, the guy from the the padres the left uh blake snell you have to sign him because you don't know what you're going to get from rodon maybe and also maybe yeah. and I, also the I, and sorry. not to cut you off brian what it is right now that yankee fans are really concerned about is that you were in on corbin burns their asking price was too high for you. I was telling you guys last week as the first person on to react to it, I was upset, but I realized there's a Yankee tax. They're going to ask the Yankees for more, for a better prospects. And Brian Cashman, the Yankees' eternal GM, he knows he's a, the Yankee GM today, tomorrow, forever. He's thinking down the line he's going to hug those prospects. The new ownership group, the people over there in Baltimore, they're like, whatever, you can have these guys in the pick and they get Corbin Burns. So I think the next move for the Yankees rotation has to be a reactionary move, a counter move, a move in response to, okay, Corbin Burns is in our division. Now we we have to check with every possible team once everyone gets to spring training and sees what they have or don't have and see if we can trade for another frontline starter. I have an idea. Either with Cleveland for that, uh, what? Shane what Bieber. Bieber? Or, or or with the White Sox, Dylan uh, Cease. Dylan. What sure. do you think? Send send either one. Cole can't do yeah. it on his yeah. own. We cannot expect yeah, but- Cole to be a Cy Young winner back to back years to be the stopper. Save us, Garrett Cole. We're we're in a losing streak. We're about to get swept. We need a win. Come on, Cole. Give us a, like it can't be that. It like he he he's a workhorse, but he can't do it on his own. And I and I just I can't go into this season saying yeah, wrote on. He's going to bounce back. I have no idea. Strowman? Strowman? He's 
he's going to be able to handle it here in New York with the fans. And when, you know, if he has a bad start, he's not going to tweet something crazy or uh, he's going to be able to hold up because he was hurt last year. And Nestor Cortez, that's my guy, but he had one all-star year and he was hurt all last year. And to think that these guys are coming back to pitch a full year after only pitching half a year last year is, is negligent. They they have to get another arm and it can't be, oh yeah, well, Clark Schmidt is going to, you know, take a step where you, you don't know. There's too many question marks around the rotation. Right, he's a fifth starter, Clark Schmidt. You can't, you can't expect uh, anything. I would, if I was Hal, I would have fired Cashman after, and I t- <laughs> talked to you last month ago when yeah. he made the trade. When he went after and he traded Jordan Montgomery for Harrison Bader. Yep. Harrison Bader's a two forty hitter, good defense, but he doesn't hit. But you don't trade a left. Everything happens Canadian for a reason. Anymore. Yeah, there's no way. I know that. But I, I was, mean, look at what Jordan real. Montgomery became once he grew his beard and he went through the pain of you know the homegrown team that he loved trading them and him shedding tears. So they traded me for a guy in a walking boot, and he became a World Series champion and an ace. And somebody's going to pay him. He doesn't want to come back here. But, yeah, you know, I've been saying for the last couple weeks, newsflash, Bald Vinny sold 300 Fire Cashman shirts. John and Maz Beth orchestrated a Fire Cashman night. Breaking news, Yankee fans. They did not fire Brian Cashman. Old habits die hard. He's still running the show. So he's going to prospect hug. He's not going to get fleeced. He's not going to get finessed. And he's not going to, you know, spend top dollar for anybody. The only guy they went out there to buy this year was Marcus Stroman. Yeah, but you have to go for it because ju- Judge and Cole are not getting that. They, they're in their prime. Now, then. 33, 32 years from- old. This is a, this could be a one-and-done year for both Verdugo and Soto that you added, and that's why Yankee fans are coming around on this offseason saying, yeah, they improved the team. Yeah, they filled some holes. Yeah, they addressed some needs. But if this is all in to win the World Series, this is not enough. And how can, how can they penny pinch and not sign Wandy Peralta? I like Wandy Peralta. Yeah, the pen. years, why, why the years. The, that's only that's the only excuse because I wanted Wandy back too. He's a proven commodity. Uh, guys liked him in the clubhouse. We saw him do it in the postseason. We saw him close. We saw him come out and face lefties. We know what he had. But at thirty two, I don't think they were giving him the four years. And I think Rami Lavi, who was producing for me last night, said that there's an option. Um, after all four of those years, the way the contract breaks down with the Padres, the Yankees could have afforded him, but they they weren't going to afford him that same type of deal. How about Trevor Bauer, who's sitting there? Nobody wants to. Yeah, find at him. this no point, one. at this point, somebody is going to, and I think it'll be a small market team that gets in the camp. And he's been on record. He just did a podcast that went viral where he said, "I will play for the minimum. I just want to compete. I just want to get back in." Because you know what? He's not getting any younger either, and he realizes. You know, clock is ticking on him. He's just got to get back in the league. Somebody's got to take a chance on him. I don't think it'll be the Yankees. I think it'll be a small market team that'll get him for the low. Brian, thanks for the call. We got to take a break here. Now I've introduced the Yankee conversation for any Yankee fans out there that feel a certain type of way about Brian Cashman, Hal Steinbrenner. And I'll say this to you guys. I'm excited for the season. Nobody will steal my joy because I do I do feel like they're going to be competitive, more so than competitive. They're going to have the right swagger, mojo, confidence that the Yankees are supposed to have stepping on that field. But it's been 15 years since the World Series. This is supposed to be an all-in year for the World Series. This is a year where 82-80 and 80 led to rumors of an audit, right? A third party coming in and auditing them. What happened? They didn't do that. There was no audit. There was no third party. But supposedly they... 
they got into a room and they they looked each other in the eye and they checked their egos at the door and they just did the same things. The only different thing was, okay, they were at the front of the line to trade for Juan Soto and they almost backed off that. But I think Hal Steinbrenner stepped in and said, nah, we have to get it done. The fans are clamoring for it. They want Yamasoto. And with, with, with Yamamoto, he was never coming over here. Josh Hader was never coming over here. And Corbin Burns, they weren't going to get finessed and fleeced by the uh, brew crew giving up, I don't know, Spencer Jones or Jason Dominguez or whatever they probably asked for. 877-337-6666. They can still do more, and I think they will. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll be right back. if I can get these calls in and uh, a couple of takes in. Keep McPherson on the fan. KM to AM. Uh, piggybacking off of the Yankees conversation we were having before break and I was talking about there being a Yankees tax and them being in on Corbin Burns and the Andy Martino report basically said um, well, Andy Martino came out and said, my understanding is that Milwaukee, like the White Sox, wanted Spencer Jones. Now, for Dylan Cease and Corbin Burns to be traded to the Yankees, the Yankees would have had to give up 22-year-old Spencer Jones, 22-year-old left-handed hitting outfielder Spencer Jones, who already looks like Aaron Judge. He was at the Pinstripe Pride event at the American Dream Mall this past weekend. I saw him. Uh, He stopped by with uh, Bald Vinny. They did a... Spencer Jones roll call like the bleacher creatures do for him in there. And I'll say this about the guy before we take some more calls and and get to the next break. They're not moving that guy. I saw that guy in Seattle. I saw him with Dave Winfield. He's a giant like Dave Winfield, like Aaron Judge. And they want him to be the next guy like that in the Yankees outfield. Let's say Verdugo doesn't come back, which he might as well not. Let's say Juan Soto doesn't sign. We want him back. But who knows what's going to happen? Maybe the Dodgers give him $700 million. Spencer Jones is waiting in the wings. And I know Yankee fans and the New York Yankees potentially see an outfield as soon as next year, 2025, with Spencer Jones in left field, Jason Dominguez in center field, and Aaron Judge in right. So he is an insurance play, right? He is reinforcements. He is a guy that you can't move for one year to get a Corbin Burns or a Dylan Cease when he's homegrown, he's not going to be expensive, and they're trying to bring him up like Judge. The kid is a surefire prospect. I'm pretty sure he came out of Vanderbilt, and like I said, everything I've seen about Spencer Jones, they think he's going to be ready in a year or, 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 or maybe even at the end of this year. It's a non-starter. So the report from Andy Martino is that the Yankees were like, whoa, no, that's too much. But when they're dealing with the Baltimore Orioles, they'll take a 25-year-old second baseman, a 25-year-old pitcher, and the 34th overall pick. Richie's out in Queens. Richie, what's up, man? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling. Yeah, there's so many questions. You know, it's amazing. Like last year, you look at Texas and Arizona, and you look at Atlanta being knocked out. Look at the Dodgers with the biggest payroll. The Yankees, I think, have done fairly good this year. Um, another pitcher. I think, I, I thought Hader would have been perfect for them. You know, you could yeah, find reasons not, 
Yeah, I know, but it's not coming here. It's coming here. The Yankees are supposed to be all in. No, there was no that... I, there was no real reports of the Yankees pursuing him. Uh, there was always talk about um, him potentially going back to Houston. I believe I won't say always, but there were there were no reports that the Yankees were on his trail. He's a long haired guy that wasn't cutting his hair. He used to be in the Houston Astros organization. It was a full circle thing. Even the money that they paid him, the Yankees weren't going to pay him. So, you know, and, I, and I'm and i not, you know, speaking at you. I'm speaking to the general audience. When I hear people say, oh, they lost out on Josh Hader. No, they didn't. They were never really in, in play for him. Okay, but the point is, again, you know, are they short at this point in time? Look, I, I talked to you many times about Rodon. I thought Rodon would be a perfect fit. I'm going to give him the benefit that maybe he had, he's coming off that injury. He's going to bounce back. Cortez was always an enigma. Is he as good as he really is um, that he really shown in, in the past? You know, I know Stroman has been, you know, I thought Stroman the first half of last year was phenomenal. You know, lo- losing King in the, in, the, in the back of the rotation, Holmes is still good. But, you know, there, there's a lot of good pieces, too, because the outfield is going to be as good as it's been, and I can't remember because Verdugo is a decent player. Uh, obviously, Soto is the one-year guy. I don't want to say this is a now year, but it's close because you know Cole's another year older. Um, you know you're going to have Soto next year. But what happened last year it just proves if you get to the playoffs, and they should. I think there'll be a 92 and 93 one team. So yeah, I think there's more positives. Like no way, I think they go for Snell. I mean that's he's he's looking for unless Snell all of a sudden decides that. You know, he's not going to get his five-year deal for $180 million, whatever he's looking for. No, he was looking but for I a nine-year, $270 million Yeah, that deal, might so. come down, though, right? right. I don't know if he that's going to happen. The Yankees supposedly offered him six years, 150 so maybe they meet in the middle somewhere if he's looking for $30 million. Do you like million. him, Keith, or no? I, don't, I won't say that I like him, but I know that he's proven. He was, he's won a Cy Young. He's played in big games. He's friends with Judge. And I'd certainly take him for the right price, maybe twenty-seven million a year, uh, twenty-eight million a year, and not for that many years. You know, maybe for six, if if the Yankees come up on the the AAV and like spring training is next week. So if this guy wants to be with the team and he wants to compete and he doesn't want to just sign with any team and and lose for the next nine, eight years, then then there's a possibility there. Yeah, and you you look at these guys right there with him and Montgomery and. Obviously, Bellinger is Bellinger. We're, you know, I guess nobody's buying into last year, and nobody nope. wants to give him that big it's, contract. But he'd be a perfect fit for the Yankees. You know, left-handed power. I know they said it's not a for the money. Not that. for the money that he's yeah. But again, come does he come? Does he settle for a two-year deal for eighteen or nineteen million a year if he's not going to get a long-term deal? So I think it's interesting. I think I, I think it really is. And real quick with the Knicks, obviously Brunson. Are you hearing it's a high ankle sprain, or is this something where, with the All-Star break coming up, he should be okay? Yeah, I I don't think it was that bad. I think when he initially went down, he went to tighten his shoes back up to keep playing, and he even, like, like said, like, no. He, like, like put his hand out to tell him, no, I'm good. So I don't think it's anything too crazy. Um, And and with Keith, because I doubt you when it comes to basketball, you know, real quick, my mom turned 98. She loves the basketball. She went to a game. We took her. 46 people showed up at the suite at the Garden last week against Miami Heat. They put her name up on the name, on the board. Virginia Riccio, 98 years old. The Knicks bent over backwards. Clyde Frazier sent a text message to her. 
It was a phenomenal night, so I can't say enough about what that night was. And at 98 years old, she still watches every game. That was probably one of the highlights of her career, so I just wanted to bring that out. That's amazing. Thanks for that, Richie. I mean, I'm sure the Knicks went all the way out first class, and that makes you love them even more as they're winning. Uh, 877-337-6666. We'll talk Knicks. We'll talk more about the Yanks, and we'll talk, of course, about the Super Bowl. Ross in Bergen County has been waiting a little bit. We'll go to Ross first, but before that, ESPN Bet is now live in New Jersey as the official sports book of ESPN. ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all of your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present within the state of New Jersey to participate. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.